Welcome to the B2B Marketing and Copywriting Podcast. I am your host, Linda Malone, certified conversion copywriter and founder of The Copyworks. In this podcast, I interview marketing and copywriting experts on all facets of, well, marketing and copy, with an emphasis on the link between the two, with a focus on creating higher conversions in your B2B business. I also include recordings from the other side of the table where I'm interviewed by the host of other podcasts and short clips of tips from yours truly on copywriting. In short, you'll find something for everyone in the marketing and copywriting B2B world. Let's dig in. So this podcast was inspired by a couple of different things. Number one, a few weeks ago, there was a Facebook group, a copywriting group that I am a member of, and somebody had posted a question asking if, you know, I usually do content writing and I'm thinking I, I want to do copywriting and I have a client who wants a copywriter. Can I just say, and I'm paraphrasing her, obviously, can I just say that I'm a copywriter? Because, you know, is there really a huge thing? And there was a lot of debate in the group. And a couple of people said, well, you know, fake it till you make it sort of thing. And I could not disagree more. And here is the thing, just to review like my background. So I was a content writer for about 20 years. So content meaning uh, articles, blogs, um, copywriting is more, uh, it's copy that's specifically geared to inspire people and motivate people to take action. So whether it's signing up for something or selling something, Copywriting involves a lot of different things. And I know this because I've been on both sides of the content copywriting fence, so to speak. So in order to write copy, you need to be aware of things like decision-making psychology. Um, and in my case, and I can't speak for all copywriters, but I've studied with the top you know, coaches in my business. I had a one-on-one -on -one coach for a while. I belong to these different groups and I have live. Now, in other words, I've really immersed myself in the whole copywriting world. And I was surprised and shocked to see the difference between the two when I said, you know, I think I want to transition into copywriting. And so this is why I say there's a huge difference. It's not just because I'm a copywriter, but because I didn't realize it myself. And the second inspiration came from a post that I did, and I will be reading a few excerpts from it that I posted on LinkedIn that had 18,000 views, which is a lot for me. And it was all about copywriting not being a soft skill. And so there was a lot of debate and the people who were like, yeah, you're absolutely right, is, you know, we're from the copywriters themselves. So let me just jump right into that topic. So think about when you are somewhere and regardless of what you do, if you're a marketer or another copywriter or whatever you do, and somebody just kind of brushes off what you do and says, I can do that. Either I can do that, but I don't have the time. In other words, oh, you must have like boatloads of time on your hands, or I can do it. I just don't want to focus on it. So both of those, and I've heard them both, um, downplay and really minimize your talent. I mean, how does that feel, especially when you've worked really hard to get where you are? So that's what inspired this post on LinkedIn because I've had potential clients that say to me, I just don't think I need copywriting because I can do, it's just, you know, I can do it. In other words, I can put together a coherent sentence so I can be a copywriter. 
And it's simply not true. So here are the reasons. Okay, so it's like telling, and I said this in, in the LinkedIn post, it's like telling your doctor, well, I can Google what you do. So why do I need to, to come here? Like, why do I need to listen to you? So would you do your own surgery? I mean, hopefully not. Okay, so the main things that differentiate copywriting from content writing that make it a specialized niche is that, and I'm speaking mainly from a conversion copywriting perspective because there's other type of copywriters, but I do conversion copywriting, which means everything I do is geared toward creating additional and more revenue for a B2B business. So there's other types like SEO copywriting, and I'm not gonna touch on those because it's not what I do. So conversion copywriting involves a couple things that other types of copywriting does not. And one of them is that, you know, I take into account the level of market sophistication. So what this means is, do you have a product that's very common out there? Say like you're a web developer, because a lot of people who do that, um, that is very different than if you have a business that is in a very specialized niche that very few people are doing, or it's not well known. So the copy is going to really differ um, for that, you know, depending on what you do. The other is I take into account where the person is in the decision-making process. Are they aware? Are they unaware of your product or service, which means they don't even know they need it. They don't think they need it. Or are they pain aware? Most people will start their search for a solution to something because they have something that is painful to them or challenging to them or something that where they need a solution. That's where you're going to get most people searching for a product or service to resolve a problem. The next would be product aware. That would be somebody who knows that there's something out there that can help them. They're not sure what it is. And then it goes on into more and more specific. So they know, you know, that there's a solution. They don't know what it is. Then they do know about your product over the next level, but they don't know if you're the right one for them and so on. So conversion copywriting takes into account where those people are coming from. And so if it's, for example, a Facebook ad, those people are probably very aware of the problem. They know your product so that when they get to your uh, website, they're ready to buy, which is very different from someone who is still really searching and they're comparing all the different options that they have. So the copy is gonna vary depending on that. And the other thing, and here's the three main points that I brought up in the LinkedIn post that are super important to consider when you think to yourself, oh, I could just write this myself, okay? Your messaging has got to be super clear. And this is something I see all over the place, very vague, you know, a lot of websites have very vague descriptions or they're like, we're the best. I mean, what does that even mean? Or we have great customer service. Well, why wouldn't you? I mean, when I see those phrases on a website or in an email or any kind of ad, it's like, th this is where a lot of businesses fall short. You need to dig down deep into what it is that you're, what makes you better or special than your competitors. So without this clear messaging, what I said in my post is that you may as well drop bags of Benjamins out of a helicopter while flying over Coachella. At the time Coachella was very big. So that was, it's you're really just wasting your money if you don't have your messaging honed in. Number two, and this is related, without a strong value proposition, which is what I just said, what is differentiating you from everybody else out there, Potential buyers are just going to assume that you're like all your competitors. And then what they do is they will compare pricing. 
and they'll just say, well, okay, so say, for example, we just moved into a new house and I'm pricing, you know, somebody to come in, fix the plumbing or whatever. And they, you know, the person that I speak to just um, doesn't sound any different. Everyone sounds the same. They offer the same thing. Um, then I'm just going to start looking at prices. Okay, if all you guys are the same, you know, all, you, all the companies are the same, then I, I guess it's going to come down to price. So if you are in a commodity type of business like that, it's super important that you need to differentiate yourself or you're going to get stuck in that, that realm of just being priced, outpriced by somebody. And then the third most important thing is what I mentioned before, taking into account your buyer's stage of awareness. So if your copy treats everyone the same, you're going to miss out on everyone except the people who are either super ready to buy. So maybe you have a website. Here's a good example. Okay. A lot of times in the hero section of a landing page, and I see this, that's the top page. It's the big banner. It's what stands out when you get on a landing page. A lot of times that will have a button that says get started now. If somebody is unaware or they're sort of they're pain aware so they're just starting to shop around and they get to your site and they see a button it's like human nature to click that button it's just we have this thing we have to click it see and it, the button you have to consider the button is almost like it's a door you know that when you click on that button you're going to open a door to something you don't know what it is and if they are not ready to do that you're going to lose them because they're not going to click the button go to say it's a, a sales page. And so maybe they go right to that page and they're not ready to buy. Their chances are really good. They're not gonna go back to see what else you had to say. They're just gonna click off the site and they're gonna bounce. And that's obviously not what you want. So if somebody's coming to your site and you know that for the most part, maybe they're coming from search engines like Google, that you wanna have enough information to them so that by the time they get to a button, they're ready to make a decision. And that decision could just be they want more information. So when they get to your site, make sure that the button takes them to where there's either more information. So it could be, you know, discover more. A lot of people use the term learn more. And sometimes like on a Facebook ad, it's the only option you have. But anything that sounds like work, people will kind of steer away from. So it's like learn more. How much learning, how much more do I have to know? So try to avoid things like that. So the button itself, here's kind of a side note, is that the button itself should complete the sentence. I want to find out more. I want to uncover more details, whatever it is, or it could be, I want to buy now. So if they're coming from an ad, you may have a special landing page just for the people that are coming from an ad. So you already know, and this is what I mean by meeting them where they are and, and in their decision-making process. If they are ready to buy, you have a landing page that's set up just for them to buy. And it could be just the headline, your value proposition, and then the button buy now or see buying options or something related to that. But that's what you wanna avoid if people are not yet familiar with your product or service. So just really quickly, uh, copywriting is not a soft skill. It does take talent and does take practice and experience and knowledge. And then so the three main benefits is that you want to have your messaging super clear. Otherwise, you're wasting your money. Number two is you need a strong value proposition, which comes from all the research that's done behind the scenes and including quotes from your customers. And then number three, oh, so that one you don't want, you want to have strong value props so you don't get priced out 
because that's the only way people can compare you to your competition is by price. And then the third is you need to consider where your buyer is in their decision-making process. Okay, so I hope you found that helpful. If you did, please give me a five-star review and subscribe to my podcast. I'd greatly appreciate it. If you could leave a review, that would be an extra added bonus. So thanks so much for listening. And until next time, I'll see you later. Okay, so that wraps up today's episode. I hope you found it valuable. And if you did and you enjoyed it, please be sure to share it with friends and business associates who may find it of interest as well. Thanks so much for listening and be sure to follow me on LinkedIn or you can reach out to me through my website at thecopyworks.com and we'll talk to you soon.